get fucking booster, everybody. I got a booster and I'm fine. My wife didn't get a booster. Guess what? Sick as a goddamn dog. So get a booster, everyone. I don't know what you're waiting for. Hey, Michigan, I see you out there. Get boosted. Idaho, get your ass boosted. Florida, whatever. But Texas, get boosted. God damn it. California, get out of Dodger Stadium. Get boosted. All the other states also get boosted. Listen, one of the best things about getting a booster shot is that you can say I'm boosted. And now on with the show. Uh, What's going on? How's it going? Oh, fuck everything, man. (laughs) Listen, before we start, I just want you to know I'm here for you. Fuck you. Oh, okay. (sighs) I can take that. I can take that. I can be that person for you. You Better. That's why I keep you on the show. Wow. You heard me. Actually, if we're honest, let's let's be honest. Who's keeping who on the show? (laughs) If anyone's going to have firing power on this show. It's you. Listen, I'm going to be a ball of rage this whole episode. Uh, uh, here's the series of events that took place. Last night at some point, I actually, I know what happened. I did something very silly. I ended up, um, I threw my back out from doing something I should not have been doing, and it was a huge mistake. Work. Sleeping. Oh, nice. nice. And as a man in my 30s with a family. Which is weird, because you're so good at sleeping, because you've done I'm it so much. I'm great at it. But that's the thing. You do it too much, right. you're going to throw your back out. Oh, you don't have to tell me. Oh, I know. And little did I know, I, much did I know, we scheduled to have furniture delivered today. Yes. And we scheduled contactless delivery, which means they're just leaving it on the front in the front yard. And then you're going to do it. Right. And I did. Great. But while that was happening, right. the toilet clogged. Right. And uh, when I went to plunge the toilet, yeah. the plunger ripped in half. This is amazing. It's like, you know the movie, I think it's called Mouse Hunt. Yes. Where like it starts as like a little innocuous thing where they're just trying to catch this mouse. And by the end, they're like demolishing the entire house. Yeah. This is like the money pit. Yeah. (laughs) Home crap home. That is such an underrated film. It is very underrated movie. I quote that movie constantly. Home crap home is something I used to say all the time whenever I'd come in through my front door. But another, I think probably the best dialogue ever written in a film is in that movie. And it's where they're both, for anyone who doesn't know, it's about this guy. Money Pit starring Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. That's right. Tom Hanks in like... Peak Tom Hanks as well. Very young. Yes. Like big era Tom Hanks and Shelley Long, like hot off of cheers. Right. And they are a married couple. Peak Shelley Long, right. really. They may, they're they a married couple. They purchase this house knowing that it's a fixer upper. Everyone advises them not to. It's a huge house. It's a great deal. And of course, as soon as they do, it starts falling apart and they keep putting more and more money into it to try and renovate it and fix it up. And they get they start to get very agitated at each other. And it culminates in a moment where... Uh, he's a lawyer and she's a musician. Yeah. And it culminates where they're very calmly like they've they finish screaming at each other in front of all the contract workers and they eventually like they lower their tone. And I think she starts it by saying to him or no. Yeah. She says, um, my house and I'm not moving. It's a big house. We'll divide it up. You stay in your half. I'll stay in mine. That is such a dumb idea. Sometimes it amazes me you ever passed the bar. I'm sure it does. You've never passed a bar in your life. You are so much less attractive when I'm sober. Thank goodness it's not that often. All right, that's it! 
And I think that those that is like yes. one of the best dialogue exchanges in film history. Yes. I love that one. Every time that clip is on, like if I'm if I'm passing by the money pit, it's one of those movies. If you're not, I mean, who flips channels anymore? But like, well, yeah. if you see it anywhere, I'm like, oh, let's stop and watch this for a second. That is a great movie, though, which actually really this brings is. me to a uh, actually, if you're listening. So the plunger ripped in half. And that's basically the end. But I was I was I, oh, we had to go out and buy a new one. That was the, and that's why I had to delay our, for anyone who doesn't know, we had to delay recording and it's because of me, because the plunger ripped in half. Anyone who doesn't know, it's everyone. No one knows. When I'm not seated, I'm bent at a 90 degree angle. Oh, really? So I was literally, that's the other thing that took so long is because I can't stand upright. Right. I was plunging basically with my face in the toilet. Nice. And then cover, I got covered in toilet water and I had to take a shower. Brilliant. Brilliant. What I can't, what you can't see if you're watching the Let's Get Intimate tier on Patreon is that even though the camera angle looks the same as it always does for Andrew, he's just angled the, the phone. He's angled his, his camera down. So it's actually just basically attached to the facing, ceiling right now. Yeah. I'm laying on the floor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did want to uh, say this as well. This is something I wanted to ask you up top. And maybe if you're listening, uh, let us know on Twitter. Let me know on TikTok or let us know on TikTok if you're one of the 20 people who follows us there. Let us know if this seems like a good idea. And Chris, I want to run this by you as well. Okay. What do you think about for the next episode? This just popped into my head. Or the next after the news the episode. subject episode. Right. Yeah. How about you pick something, maybe a movie is what I was thinking. So I something came up about Schindler's List, and I was like, I, how have I never seen that movie? Okay. And I was like, I should really watch that movie. And I was thinking, like, we should do a, this is a movie that you would not believe I haven't seen episode, where we oh, watch like maybe that. one or two of those. Okay. Maybe two, like each like maybe we so two total or maybe four total. Right. And instead of doing the reading assignment, which I, I do have one to assign to you, but we can do that right. the following time. Right, right, right. We could do something like that. Yeah, we could do that. Because Shawshank was one of those for a while. So it was the thing. I just watched the thing for the first time. Like I mean, they're also they're also just we could just make it. Like a confession episode of like, here's a list of movies. <laughs> I it would be seen. nice and to then, be able to talk about them. Right. But then, but, but see if the other person has seen it. And if the other person has seen it, then it's just a, basically an episode of us going like, how have you never seen XYZ? Yeah. But honestly, there's a 50, 50 chance that you'll be like, what about this one? And I'll be like, nah, never seen it. And I'll be like, that's what true. about this one? And you'll be like, nope, no clue. <laughs> that That's also true. That's also very true. All right. Let's, let's workshop that. I, right. I like this idea. There's something. Cause to like, this. I've never seen the Godfather part two. Like there's a whole world uh, of a, I very think the popular list is going to be longer for you than it is for me. Just Maybe. from conversations we've had feel like the list depending, I guess, depending on what genre or what we're talking about. I think there will, there are probably movies cause that's, it's super subjective as well. Right? Like there are movies that you have seen that maybe you don't think are as popular but like, there's probably a movie that you haven't seen that I'd be like, you've never seen that, and you'd be like, what? What's the big deal? Oh, definitely. Oh, a hundred percent. I like this idea. This is, yeah. We let's can, work. We let's can figure it out. Figure we'll figure it out. Let's figure this out. Let's do it. Let's and do also, it. if you're on Twitter or TikTok or, or Instagram or wherever, send us movies that are extremely popular that you would be amazed if we haven't seen, because that's going to be a lot easier that I can look at a, a list and be like, oh yes. my god, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Tweet us out, TikTok. Whatever, all the socials, email, whatever, send it out. If you have a couple, what are you like your, basically, and even to expand on it, just send us like your favorite movies. And then that way we can kind of go like, have we seen this? Have we not seen it? Well, but favorite is also like, 
Because, like, I, I have this all the time where someone will be like, what's your favorite movie? And I'll be like, okay, do you mean what's my favorite movie? Right. Or what do I think, like, the best movie is? Well, but anything. They can interpret that however they right. want. Because I would like it to be a, a list then... of things that, like, would surprise people that two film buffs haven't seen. Right, right. You know? But that's what I mean. Just send us, if you send us a bunch of movie titles, eventually we're going to hit a bunch that we're... One or both of us are going to be like, I have never seen that. Debbie Does Dallas. I have never seen Debbie Does Dallas. I haven't either. I've seen the musical. Have you seen Deep Throat? Is that the Nixon thing? No, that's the other one that's like, that's the big porn one where people got arrested. And I have no idea what that it's is. Like the, okay, see, there you go. Have you seen The Amateurs? I have seen The Amateurs. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a great one. I love one. that movie. That is a good one. Oh, you want to you hear some news from my world? Yes. All right, so... My my son's been whipping it out at school now, and so we've hit that age. So that's been fun. Ah, yes. The the teaching that I have given to him has finally paid off. It's finally paid off. Yeah, he finally took it to heart. And so then we picked him up from school one day, and one of the teachers was all a flutter that this had happened, that a four-year-old had decided to just pull it out. And then one of the other teachers heard it and just literally went, eh, yeah, they do that. Yeah, of course. I was going to say, I think I shit my pants when I was four at school. Yeah. Like but we had to like have a call and everything. And they were like, you know, little boys only do this at nap time. And I was like, lady, I'm pretty sure from my experience being a little boy, which is more than your experience of being a little boy. I can tell you that's bullshit right there. Did you say little boys only do this at nap, at nap time? time? That's what she said. They usually only explore. Like they're allowed to? No. Or like- they typically only explore themselves during nap time. And I was like, I have had more experience with this than you. And I can tell what you that's not fuck? true. I know. This is what I'm saying. What is this? I like that idea, though, that like a young child's brain is so well developed that they're like, come on, nap time. Here we go. I just got to wait. I can't touch it. Nope, not yet. I got to wait. Hands up. 2.30. Here we are. (laughs) Let's go to town. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's got... Nope. No, no, no. Please continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's the first, is that the first time we've ever done that? I it's think that's close. the first time we've ever done it's that. It's close, yeah. What were you going to say? Go uh, ahead. I was just going to say, or like, I like that your son has a planner. That's like, he's like, you know, I have this call <laughs> I have to take at nine in the morning. <laughs> it's like, I've got uh, at 1030, you know, uh, I, I really do have to have that meeting finally. I have to let go of my assistant. Yes. And, 7 a.m. Uh, <laughs> meltdown. At noon, at noon, I have lunch. Yeah. You 10 a.m. Juice box. <laughs> 12 o'clock. Lunchtime. <laughs> and then he puts it in, in code. It's like 2.30 barbecue. <laughs> I actually like that he's like, and then nap time. And then fi- I really like I've skipped it during na- I've, the past few nap times. I've just gone straight to sleep. I really do need to start messing around with my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> 2.30. Me time. <laughs> Light some candles. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and really just find yourself. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, the expert on the subject himself, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. It's my favorite subject. Yes, it is. (laughs) I mean, mine too, if we're honest. I'm in so much pain. I can tell, but only in the eyes. You know what I mean? You know what I bet would help? 
What's that? Finding myself, but I got to wait till nap time. That's true. You know, <laughs> you do it enough. Maybe you'll click that back right into place. <laughs> oh, man. Andrew, it's murder week here on the Media Lunch Break because we're going to be covering both Hit Monkey and Berserker. And That's right. just a little foreshadowing. Wow, there's a lot of dead people in both of these. There are. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you had to think now about that. I think that. about it. Now that I put it together. There's a lot of dead people in both of these. Did we do that on purpose? No. But sometimes the universe works in mysterious ways. Should we get right into Hitmonkey? For sure, yeah. Hitmonkey Hitmonkey is a show on Hulu. So this is, Hitmonkey is one of those Marvel shows that was announced a while back with Hulu, along with MODOK, and was it Squirrel Girl? Was there going to be a Squirrel Girl? No, there was like a cheetah person one. Yes. Yes. Uh, there I, were oh, four, It was right? Howard the Duck. Yeah, Howard the Duck, Hitmonkey, Modoc, yeah. and Cheat. Che- it's not Cheetara, because that's the one from Thundercats. Right. I forget that. It's like a B-list Avengers character. Yes, she was in yes, uh, yes, yes. The, the West Coast Avengers yes, comic. I know exactly who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, it's 10 episodes, animated show. I'm a little surprised these shows, again, kind of going back to it. I think we also said this with Modoc as well, but I'm a little surprised Marvel isn't advertising. I haven't seen a lot of like push for these shows. See, I thought MODOK was advertised very well. Yeah. So may, I don't know if it's over the response of MODOK that maybe they cut back on this. Yeah. And haven't really pushed I don't know it what at the all. Because I haven't really seen it anywhere. It came out a little I while ago. I haven't even seen like reviews. Like I right, looked up, I was like, I got a list of Easter eggs, but I was like, let me just search hit monkey Easter eggs in case I missed anything. Right. And like nothing fucking came up. No, not a, Yeah. I think one, I think IGN, I saw like, here's episode one review. And then that was pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. But let's get into this. So Hitmonkey is based on a character from 2000. You're better at the <laughs> trivia, but I think it was 2000 and it's in the first half of the 2000s, right? Well, we're in the first half of the 2000s. Are you going to just let me let this rope get a little longer the more I go? Chris, in a world where film companies are all trying to make their mark on the world, Marvel will ask the most important question of all. What if the ghost of Archer trained a monkey? Feels like this show. Yeah. <laughs> the Hit Monkey issue one released in uh, 2010. 2010. I was going to say 29. I was actually going to say 2009. And it was a short run. It wasn't very widely uh, received. It wasn't well received. People yeah. were like, yeah, it's fine, but who gives a shit? And then he has popped up since then in a bunch of other comics right. as like a supporting character. He's been in Deadpool. He was a member of the Howling Commandos for a little bit, and he appeared in Old Man Logan. And I think that's about it. Yeah. Was it supposed to be an ongoing series? Because I saw it's like ten issues or six issues or something. But I then think it yeah, stopped. I think it's like I think it's like three or four. Okay. I, I honestly I couldn't tell you. I okay. think it was more of a like, hey, we have something, we have like a space here. Right. Does anyone want to put something here? And someone was like, I don't know. How about a monkey who's a hitman? And they were like, yeah, Great, go, go green light. <laughs> right. Sure, why not? Whatever. So that kind of description of it, art, the ghost of Archer. Training a monkey to be a hitman is pretty accurate, especially for the animation style as well, which looks very that was the first thing I thought. I was like, this looks like Archer, like up and down. And even sounds a bit like Archer. Like the the quippiness, the speed. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, I haven't looked too far into it, but I I feel like some of the same people behind Archer are probably behind this. Well, and even if not, I was just watching an interview with Seth Rogen. Right. And the the interviewer asked him, like, what is 
the how do you pitch a movie? Like, what's the best way to pitch a movie? And he was like, well, you know, it helps if it if it very clearly clicks. Like he was yes. like neighbors was so easy because it's like family with a new kid uh, moves in next door to a frat house. Right. That's easy. Like that right, makes right, sense. Right. We know how to make that movie. I wonder if this was we're going to do this comic where a ghost trains a monkey, but it's going to be like the ghost is Archer. Right. I, I, I've heard that, too, where usually if you're pitching something, I heard um, Chandra rhymes. I've heard her say that, too, about pitching, where it's like if you can pitch something and compare it to other things, then people can get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, so they you can, can wrap their brain around it. Yeah. It's like such and such meets such and right. such. You know what I mean? The big one I remember hearing like for a while in the early 90s, it was Die Hard on a blah, blah, blah. Like right. that was every yeah. action movie was Die Hard on a blah, blah, blah. Somebody until finally, I think the creator Die Hard actually said that they heard in a pitch meeting, we want to do a movie that's like Die Hard in an office building. And he was like, hmm. <laughs> well, and you will know as an actor as well that that's a very common thing with like. Like it'll the script will say type or the call sheet right. will say type. Oh, for a character. When I was uh, auditioning regularly, it was always John Krasinski. Right. It was like we're looking for a John, John Krasinski, Krasinski type. type. Yeah, and yeah. what they meant was a Jim Halpert type. Right, exactly. So, uh, spoiler alert for Hit Monkey. We'll just put it right out there. Yeah. What did you think of this? I constantly found myself, especially in the first half, thinking to myself. I should just watch Archer. Okay. It felt a lot like Archer, but not as good for right. a lot of it for me. Right. I thought it was, it, once it, maybe like the sixth episode, it's a 10 episode series. And right. once the like sixth episode happened, seventh maybe, I started getting a little more attached to the characters and started yeah. getting it. Like I got it. Like I was like, oh, okay, I understand who this is. It does take a little while though for the wheels to start turning for me. Yeah. So I, I, as I was watching it, I literally had usually before we record about it, I'm like, I can decide if I like this or not. But for this one, I literally had the thought, I'm going to use the episode to decide if I like this because yeah. it's like right on the line. I think by the end of the 10 episodes, I did like it, but it was a, it's kind of a slow burn in that way. Yeah, it really rides that line of like, do I want to keep going? It's enough that by the end of one episode, you're like. I could give this one more episode. When it's an extremely simple storyline, that's just like someone kills people and then we're going to get revenge. And that's it. That's this whole storyline. Yeah, The storyline is there's a hitman. He performs a hit in Tokyo on a politician. He gets tracked down. He gets betrayed by the people who hired him. They track him down. They kill him. He's hiding up in the mountains when they kill him around a bunch of monkeys and they also kill all the monkeys. Except one. Except one, who then, enraged, kills all the people who killed the monkeys. After watching the hitman training, practicing, he's able to use the guns and the methods. And then the ghost of the hitman is linked to this monkey and decides to use this monkey and to really train him to become a hitman and kill and get revenge on all the people that betrayed him. Right. And we should talk a little bit about the cast as well. Jason yeah. Sudeikis is the hitman, the Archer yeah. character. I think he works really, really well. I, I think mean, he's fine. It just feels like Archer. But that's what I mean. I, if you're going to get someone else to do Archer other than Archer, Sudeikis sure. is like the good. Is yeah, that he's type. doing a good impression, yeah. I guess. Well, he's doing his normal kind of Jason Sudeikis thing. That's kind of his sure. what he does. I, I think they either should have gotten H. John Benjamin or uh, or just uh, I think the better option would have been to do try something different. The, in the comic, it doesn't read that way. In fact, the hitman is kind of an older looking guy. Oh, is he really? He's like maybe 45, 50. Mm-hmm. 
He's got like lines on his face. Right. He's clearly at the end of everything. I think he might be Asian as well. Right. And he is not. That's the other thing, too, is that Hit, Hit Monkey was best received in the Deadpool comics. And I wonder if they were using this. That's the other thing, too. The Hitman doesn't have a name. Bryce was made up for this show. For the show. And I wonder if they are using Bryce to replace Deadpool. There's a lot of pop culture yeah. references. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of jokes, yeah. you know? Oh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. I would have preferred almost more like a, like almost like an Agent Smith Matrix stoic yeah. hitman. Because the humor is already there. The whole concept is ridiculous. It is. And, you know, at first I was like, I, I think... That will turn people off. If you don't go with the conceit, you won't get past like episode two. Yeah. If you go with, but if you go with it, and I think after a while, that's something that one of the things I started to enjoy is the absurdity of the whole thing. By the end, everyone can understand him. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then I was like, well, why can everyone understand? And then I was like, but he's a hitman monkey. So who gives a shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, what you know, you could listen. You want to parse hairs on why un- people can understand the monkey, but we're going to believe that he's killed everyone in Tokyo. Like, yeah. you know, at that point, if that's what you're hanging up on, I can't. There's nothing I can do for you. There are a couple things that I, I did really enjoy about it. I wrote here. I don't know what it is about owls in Marvel TV shows, but they just leave me tickled. They, the yeah. owl in this show is yeah, in, yeah, he yeah. has like three lines and it's hysterically funny. And it's basically the same joke as in Hawkeye. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just like you're going to eat that. I do like that. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Actually, I never put connection. I don't know what it is about owls and Marvel. <laughs> it's very funny, though. I, it also doesn't always. I mean, really, up until. Closer to the end of the series, not really a Marvel show per se. Like, there's no big references. There's not a lot of Easter eggs. No, there's not. I think the first the first one that I noticed was there was a mention of AIM and MODOK on a, on a newscast. Or like oh, it was on the screen. That. But that wasn't until, gosh, I don't know, episode five, yeah. maybe six or something like that. And even the references that are in here are mostly deep cuts. Right. Uh, yeah, I've got a few in here, but they are they are deep cuts. The, another thing I really liked about it is actually three different characters in this have like a complete. And I assume there are more that I just didn't find, but they have like a complete cycle that starts and ends virtually at the same place. But they are changed people, which was right. very interesting. And it's something that I noticed with one character first and then I was like, I'm going to try to see if I can find more of this. And I okay. found them. Okay. Ito, the the police officer yes. who's uh, who's trying to avenge his old partner's, his ex-partner's death. Right. He says at the very beginning when his ex-partner runs up right before his partner gets shot and killed, runs up a bunch of flights of stairs. His Ito runs in after him. He sees all the stairs and says, you've got to be shitting me. That's in the first episode. In the very last episode, his new partner Runs into the building that uh, Hitmonkey is in, sees the stairs and says, you've got to be shitting shitting me. me. The exact same thing. (sighs) Hitmonkey is met as an outsider with the same hostility he showed to Bryce at the beginning when he goes back. He is the new Bryce. He's the new hitman. Yeah. And he's seeing everything that happened to Bryce through his own eyes. Right. When he returns to his old stomping grounds and is met with hostility from monkeys the same way that Bryce was. Uh, and in that way, his cycle is complete then and he can become a, a new, new and that character. Ta- and that it can launch us into the third act of the story. Right. Yeah. When Bryce is a young man, Elwyn says to him, quote, 
you pick up one of these in anger and you'll never put it down. I gra- uh, yeah, I, I saw that too. And yeah. that's exactly what he said to the monkey the first time. Yes, the first well. time he saw yeah. him. So, yeah. yeah, cycle is complete yeah. at that moment as well, right before he dies. His cycle ends at the very beginning of the show. Yeah, and I will say it is better written than I I guess I don't know if I want to say that I expected it to be. Yeah. But like going well, into the dialogue the first, isn't great. It's not fantastic. I yeah. I like I said, I'm wondering if I, I'm wondering how much of Sudeikis they just let him like for some of the pop culture references and things like that. They let him riff because, like I said, it does feel like almost every Jason Sudeikis thing I've ever seen including talk show appearances. Like he's just, he has that kind of quick rat-a-tat rhythm to him. And so I, I wonder if they just let him like, you can play around with whatever reference you want here because also he's bouncing off a monkey. So there's no like response that he has to stay in line with. You know what I mean? Like right, it doesn't yeah, ruin yeah, yeah. it. That, uh, and you can just get, up. you can get that guy back in. I forget the guy's name, but the guy who plays hit monkey, just get him in later and be like, give me a response. Give me a couple just more. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. But because I watched the first two episodes and I was like, oh, this is all right. You know, like the jokes don't like land completely. There were a yeah. couple of chuckles, but nothing. Yeah, like, exactly. Nothing it, like it huge. really wasn't until like the second half that I maybe once or twice an episode, I had like a real out loud laugh. Right. And I, I'm not sure if I was if it was supposed to be that. I think that's the other thing is like within the first two or three episodes, I was like, I'm not sure what the tone is here. Like, are yeah. they, is it supposed to be really, really funny and it's not landing or is it just like. Is it going to be dramatic and it's just like right. parsed in with a couple of people who can make some good jokes? And I think that's more what it was, because by the end, like you said, they write the characters really well. Everybody has like a full cycle. They come around, you know, it is structured really, really well. So they're by the end, like, as I said before, I think I was kind of sold on it. It didn't light my world on fire, but I was right. sold on this story. The train action sequence i thought was really good though speaking of yeah please i wanted to on. bring up that when they said they hired an assassin i thought a hundred percent it was going to be deadpool right 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 and that's what i mean i don't know if if they just wouldn't allow them if there were certain characters they were like eh, don't touch these guys like don't use them i don't think so because like modok had iron man right i know but i don't know if they again i'm not sure if how they played it from series to series do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know what Marvel said to each series. So I don't know, but he, they had Iron Man, but I don't know if Iron Man's a Marvel character as opposed to like a Fox character. Sure, but uh, Silver, we're going to get to Silver Samurai, who is a Fox right. character. Fox character. That's very true as well. So, and that's what I mean. I don't know if maybe they just weren't like, mm, don't touch Deadpool. We're, yeah. We got plans for Deadpool. We don't want to, because they'll be. do that sometimes. But yeah, there, there are times when I think they could have included certain characters yeah. and didn't. But yeah, we got Lady Bullseye. That was cool. Lady Bullseye was cool. Yeah. Lady Bullseye was very She's cool. She's something that ties it to Marvel. Also, can I just say, just to get to the very, very end, then uh, that Olivia Munn's character becomes Lady Bullseye. That felt very strange. She's going to die in like an hour. She's just going to die. Yeah, she's not. She's not that. Because she's going to take over the guise of Lady Bullseye. How do you just learn to do that at like 25 or however old that character is? And then she's going to... Uh, She's going to she's going to die really fast because someone's going to hire Lady Bullseye and she's going to be like, I'll take that job. And then they'll just shoot her in the head. That's yeah. It. She's going to die really, really quickly. Yeah. Very confusing to me. Yeah. I don't understand that decision 
like from the viewpoint of the character? Oh, well, I get the decision from the viewpoint of the character of like, oh, she's an assassin. I'm going to go after. I guess I don't know why she takes over the identity. I guess that's the yeah. yeah. Like you want to you want to do something else. OK, fine. But like, I do not understand why. First of all, why she's in the room with that character at all. Yeah, it's weird that they put both bodies next to Jeez. just side by side. Yeah. And she's alone. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Also weird. If you notice, she's sitting in that room and outside the glass are a bunch of like cameras and everything. I'm like, I saw that, too. And I, w- I was like, is that a Japanese thing? They just let the press into the morgue. Yeah. I was like, is that a Japan thing? I don't think they would yeah. ever do that. In also, the US. they're taking pictures. I would assume of if they're taking pictures of clear glass. Yeah. So do they just let you take pictures of dead bodies in Japan? Also, is everyone. So if it's clear glass. Everyone just saw her do that, right? Oh, that's yes. That that would be true as well. So right away, they're going to be like, hey, this woman's Lady Bullseye. <laughs> Super yeah, weird. One. I don't I do not yeah. understand that decision at all. That was. Uh, yeah, it felt out of character. It feels not thought out. Right. Everything about it seems like a bad idea. I get her motivation to want to. to I think they were just trying to say, like. She's going to go after the monkey. But yeah, I understand. But even that I don't really understand. Like they ended up noticing right. that the guy drew the gun. Right. I know. I know. Like, did you want to die instead of him? Yeah. I actually what I thought was going to happen is that the guy, George Decay, pulls out the gun and I thought he was going to shoot himself. And in a way, I could see her being angry at Hitmonkey for that. Yeah. More that, that you drove this man, yes. your only family. Or that you let him also. You've made your way this entire way here and you couldn't keep him from shooting himself in the head. Right. You let him or and you drove him to kill Both himself. Both of those, yeah. yeah. And that, I think, would have been a more motivational ending to her taking over some sort of mantle or just going like, all right, I'm I'm no longer this person i'm now going to become a person who's my goal in life is to take out this monkey how did you feel about the twist that it was him i don't know i i maybe it's because the the character that got assassinated in the beginning we didn't re- i didn't really get a feel for who that person was anyway so yeah, i, I didn't was give like, a shit about him at all was, it, was he that great that all of this is worth all of this that was he that great right. that you had to like cut this guy down to stop him from you know what I mean? Also, right. he seemed like a pretty young guy. So, you know, you could dust yourself. He loses prime minister. You dust himself off and and run again, you know, and yeah. Biden could become president after running 20 times, yeah. you know, at the age of 112. This guy who looked max 45, I would think can run again and probably be and OK. Probably do it. I also I, it just occurred to me. I don't remember that guy's name. Shinji. Was that his name? The. uh he uh, he put a lot of faith in his niece convincing him to do it, to run the uncle, the guy who ended up way? running. Explain yourself. Well, he was like, ah, it's such a shame. And she was like, wait, you could take his place. And he was like, no, I couldn't. And then she was like, no, you could you could run. Oh. His plot, it takes it takes a leap of faith of like, I'm going to kill this guy and then she's going to convince me. Like, what if she was like, yeah, what a shame. Oh, well, maybe next time. And then he just has to be like, ha ha ha. Yeah, I guess so. Or try to figure out another way to do it. Yeah. They're sitting awkwardly in the limo and he like adjusts the radio a little bit. And then he's like, he's like, ha ha ha. And she's like, and she's like, what? And he's like, no, no, it's nothing. nothing." (laughs) Uh, no, what? no what is it no what is it no 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 it's stupid it's stupid 
Well, what if I... Nah, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, she's like, nah, don't worry about it. You're right. And he's like, but do you want to know? And she's like, nah. Yeah. Not really. She's like, and he's like, what if I What if I ran? And he's like, she's like, what? What if somebody close to his campaign who people knew? And she's like, I'd never work though, right? What? She's like, no, that'd be stupid. And he's like, no, you're right. I was just kidding. I mean, unless you like it. It'd have to be somebody incredibly charming and handsome, right? And she's like... You know, Greg from accounting, I think, would actually fit the bill. And she's like, you know what? You're right. I will do it. <laughs> and he's like, wait, 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 wait hold on. Hey, like, you know what I, like, there's any number of ways that that could have gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a surprise to me. I didn't see it coming. I didn't fully see it coming. Yeah, I mean, it was a good twist in, in the fact that I didn't see it coming. Right. And also the story doesn't hinge on that yeah, twist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they had ended it before that, they killed the samurai guy and then it like that's it. And then the, the other politician was like, no, no, please don't. And then hit monkey chops that guy's head off and then credits. I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I like I would have been satisfied with that. I actually thought that it was that the hit was going to have been placed by the man who was assassinated. Oh, and it either would have been like a suicide thing. Right. Or like an, like he had to do it anonymously. But like through like because it went through so many people. Right. Like this person to- hired this person who told right. this person who then had this person send one of their people out. I wonder if I like I I was I thought it was going to be like a game of telephone. Right. Where like it was the the which candidate was supposed to be assassinated eventually got switched. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And that would have made it as well so that Bryce couldn't ever go back because yeah. it was a loop. You never get to the top. I oh, that would have been interesting. I what I thought you were going to say is that he put a hit out on himself, but the guy was supposed to miss. Oh, so it would bring his so, ratings yeah, up. Yeah, so like he got shot in his shoulder or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he or got just shot missed. on the wrong, or just missed. Yeah, and then it bumps his polls up, and he actually is more brilliant. Because that happened. I don't. Not to make this political, that happened to Donald Trump. No one ever remembers, but a, a guy tried to kill Donald Trump right when he was first running, and it like yeah, it skyrocketed his uh, right his approval rating. And he's like. And he turns out he was more brilliant than than everybody thought he was. He wasn't right. as impulsive as he thought. Right. And that it was all organized. And then. But again, the guy that you're supposed to get to, you already got. Right. You know, it's all, and you never. Yeah. Can yeah. He's already dead. That. Yeah. So that's an so Bryce can circle. never leave. Oh, see, we should have written this show. <laughs> uh, better jokes. Do you want some uh, Easter eggs? Yeah. Give me some Easter eggs. They mentioned the fastball special. Okay. Which is an X-Men thing. It's one of my favorite Marvel components. It is when Colossus throws Wolverine Wolverine at things. Ah. I have a shirt that looks like a Banksy, a very famous Banksy image of a guy throwing a a bouquet of flowers like a grenade. But But that's a very famous Banksy painting. What I have is... A version of Colossus throwing Wolverine that looks like that. Oh, that's cool. It's one of my favorite shirts. It's one of my favorite, like, con shirts because it's the only place that people get what get it that? is. Yeah. I don't know if this was an actual reference, but uh, Hitmonkey shoots a bunch of glass before swinging through a window like John McClane does in Die Hard. Okay, here's the thing. For all of the, all of the pop culture references that Bryce makes, he literally swings shoots the window and dives through to enter a building and he doesn't make yeah, a that's, diehard a, that's clearly a diehard and reference I was like, right? what the hell are you doing maybe they cut it i guess but like 
that was so obvious. And it's a Fox reference. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, that's true, like, too. Yeah. Th- they own that property. They can mention it. I was like, what the fuck? It was the one really missed opportunity for all the weird pop culture stuff you say. Yeah, it seems pretty obvious. It may have just been a reference. Oh, like they just didn't want to put a put a too strong to find a point on Maybe it. Maybe they thought it was very obvious. Yes. And they didn't want to double the references. That doesn't seem like them. No, based on what we've yeah. seen already. Yeah. Let's see. We got uh, Lady Bullseye. Akiko is reading a Punisher comic at one point. I saw that. Yeah. And yeah. she says something like, oh, that. that's how you get revenge or some shit. Yeah. Silver Samurai is in this, who's a Wolverine villain. I actually love Silver Samurai. Yeah, this. he's cool, right? I think they could have gone more with the dickish. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like I wanted more from him. I actually Almost was enjoying... a little bit like uh, John Cena in P- as Peacemaker. Yes, like I a wanted little, to... Yeah, yeah I kind of wanted a little more, because it started to lean that way, and I was like, this is really funny. I love that he wants... He just wants some ice cream. Yeah, he's like, give me a fucking rice... Pe-. I love that. Yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah, I have to show you this. I was reading up on him on Wikipedia because it's been a while since I've seen it. I think he's more of like a 90s villain. He was in the Wolverine, the movie, but it was a different kind of guy. Yeah, it was a guy in a big mech suit. And this was on his Wikipedia page. Quote, the Silver Samurai was the villain in Marvel Team Up number 74 featuring Spider-Man and the cast of Saturday Night Live. What? Oh, my God. So if you're watching on Patreon, uh, I have the cover of it. And you've got John Belushi's Samurai Delicatessen. Oh, my God. At gosh. the front. It's like the most racist thing. <laughs> He's fighting the Silver Samurai. This is crazy. Isn't that amazing? I love this. I, this Spider-Man and the Not Ready for, for Primetime players. players. Oh, my gosh. What year was this? This was 74. Uh, no, it's number 74. I'm not sure, actually. So, yeah, that's a thing that happened. <laughs> I can't unsee that. No. Uh, and wow. uh, that's those are all the notes I have on Hitmonkey. It's fine. It's I liked it better than MODOK. I thought MODOK was mostly disappointing. Okay. I thought it was a little too aggressively comedic. Right. I know what you're saying. MODOK. And this, this is a this little yeah. easier going. Yeah, this is... It's still a little much on the pop culture reference side. Right. But... It's also... Uh, we didn't even mention this. Man, is it bloody. Maybe it's just because I had just read Berserker. Right. But I did not you. notice that at all. There you go. I think if I you... also just watched Tragedy of Macbeth, the uh, the Denzel yeah, Washington uh, yeah, Francis yeah, yeah. McDormand, and his head is removed on screen. Cool. <laughs> so Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, I know, right? I, I forgot to make a tweet about that. I was going to say, uh, I liked the movie even though the script leaked 400 years ago. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. But yeah, uh, so I've been, I don't know, everything I've been intaking the past week has been like super bloody and i think this was the least bloody wow that's saying something if this is the least bloody yeah that is saying something there's also there's an episode that is very like emotional reminiscent that i think works very well where uh the flashback episode yeah yeah well and yeah. it's interesting because it's only a flashback for half of it and it's a flashback for one character right, who right, isn't right, right. in the other story i think it works right. really really well it really i actually remember watching that episode i was like this is really outstanding because you're not flashing back and forth between like one character's past and that same character's present or whatever that character just isn't in it and you're only seeing what happened 20 years ago yeah. And then flashing back to the other main character doing what they're doing in the present. And I thought it worked pretty well. I th- I really like that episode. I think that was a standout episode. Yeah, I, I like this. Like I said, it's not it's not one of those shows that I'm like, oh, you got to go out right now yeah. and go watch it. But 
you know, if you hit a gap, you know, you get done watching something, you can't figure out what you want to watch next, and you come across this, this is a good, if you're looking for something else, this is a good one to kind of binge your way through really quickly. It's the last year, like maybe two, three days. Should we go on to the reading assignments? Let's do Let's it. Let's do this. I gave you Berserker. You sure did. Written by, among others, Keanu Reeves. Is it? I thought it was only him. It's. I think it's him and like one other guy. Uh, and basically, I'm pretty sure that guy's there to be like, so this is how a comic book is written? <laughs> so that you can structure this so that the page ends, you know, yeah. with something to turn the page Well, there's, to. there's an artist as well. Yeah. But it's uh, mainly it's Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu Reeves creating a character that is definitely going to be played by Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And let me let me tell you what I've written down right here. In a world where Keanu Reeves is the coolest guy ever, one man will dare to ask the question. But what if Keanu Reeves were even cooler? And that man is Keanu Reeves. (laughs) The only man for the job. (laughs) Yeah. The only man grossly interested in making Keanu Reeves even cooler. Yes. Keanu Reeves himself. Who could even see potential to make him cooler. <laughs> so Keanu Reeves play. Well, do you want to talk about who? Do you, how, do you want me to <laughs> give say Keanu Reeves plays someone? Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know why. So yeah, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're realized. not wrong. It is six issues into a 12 issue run. Mm-hmm. So it's about halfway done. It is a it's hard to say specifically what it's about because that is sort of the story as you're trying right. to sort of figure out who this character is and who why the other characters have the relationship with him that they do right but it is about a guy who heals very quickly and i was going to say can't die but he can die but when he dies he, he is, is reborn. reborn yeah so and he's very strong he's very fast he is it seems eternal he has been around for 80,000 years. He remembers the day he was born. It seems as though he was a gift to man from the gods in order to try to, like, stop all the wars. Right. Which is going gangbusters for him right now so far. Yep. And he has been used by different people throughout the millennia for the purposes of, I guess, ending war by using this in this like basically yeah. nuclear bomb of a human. He also has this desire to kill that if he doesn't get it enough, something happens that is very right. vague and ambiguous where he gets more of what he is and kills more people. He just goes and gets enraged. Harder. Yeah. And uh, oh, and also it's Keanu Reeves. Yep. Yes, it is. It's very, I mean, there's no getting around how Keanu Reeves this is. Yeah. What did you think of this? I looked up some reviews. I looked up uh, a bunch of stuff about it. And I found a review just from like a regular person on a website that I think solidifies exactly what I think about this so far. Okay. Chad from Goodreads. Well, okay then. Says, this is John Wick Eternal Warrior. B is an immortal that has lived for 80,000 years and can't be killed. However, he needs to keep fighting to keep from going into a berserker rage. So berserk, vowels are jettisoned to the wayside. (laughs) We've seen this story before in comics. Old Guard, Eternal Warrior, Wolverine, Vandal Savage, so on and so on, all the way back to Gilgamesh. The only difference here is the hyper-violence. The book is chock-full of page after page of gore and dismemberments, and there are so many pages of it that I become numb to the panels, even though Ron Garney does a fabulous job of illustrating this. Maybe by the time this is done, there will be a story here. 
But right now, it's mainly just intense amounts of random violence. Right. There's not, for six issues, Yeah. there's not a whole lot that happens. Yeah, I can agree with that. I, I liked this, and I'm intrigued by it, but they seem to be painting a mystery that isn't really that much of a mystery. Right. You know what I mean? Like the motivation of right now he's working for the Americans and like, what do they want with him? And I'm like, it's not that it's kind of obvious what they want with him. Well, yeah, but it's also a mystery that I don't really give a shit about yet. Like we don't really know who he is as a person other than he wants to kill people. Right, 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 right. So I don't really care. But that's the thing is that that for me, that's not even that much of a mystery. Right. Because he does. I mean, there there's whole issues about his background, kind of the the whole arc kind of parallels between him telling his story and the the current day of him going on missions. And so I'm like, it's not really a mystery of who this guy is. It's basically just, yeah, it's, that's a good point. It's, it is showing two different storylines, one from 80,000 years ago, one from today. Right. Both of them are just about him being used to kill people. Right. And, and I think that's kind of the point of like, man doesn't change no matter how much time goes by. But that feels like it probably could have been an issue. Right. But they, they try and paint this mystery of like, there's a doctor who is, seems like she's actually trying to help him. But then is the people that you're working for have ulterior motives and they kind of try and paint like, what is those? What are those ulterior motives? And I'm like, no, we know what those are. It's obvious what those ulterior motives are. The real question is like, who is actually on his side and who isn't? And that goes back and forth like every other issue where it's like, well, maybe she works for the company. Well, actually, maybe she's on his side, but it looks like she works for the guy. Well, but maybe. And I'm like, yeah, we already did this. Right. And especially, look, if the, if he was doing the Charles Dickens thing, where like Charles Dickens got paid by the word right. and like by the, like he, he got started putting he stories. He got paid by the dismemberment. Yeah, that's right. You know, you don't remember that part in Christmas Carol? He got started putting his stories in newspapers. And so... He would intentionally make a story that was so long and so construed right. that he could keep it going forever. Right. That, like, that was the point, was to like put out a chapter every week. And that's why his books are so fucking long, is right. because he got paid. If he ended a story, he had to start a new one. So like he just, you know, the uh uh what's the what's the one with Pip? It's like the I, I want to say The Expendables, but I know that's not it. Oh, no. No, no, no. That sounds like... Did I he write the, the Expendables? The Expendables, I believe, is based on David Copperfield. It's two words. Great Expectations. There you go. It's like Great Expectations I had to read in high school, and it is such a fucking chore to get through. And if that... It, look, if this is what they were doing, if they were like, this is an ongoing series, we don't really know how long it's going to take, we want to put out as many issues as we can and give you guys as much content as we can, great. Spread it out. Like, if people are buying it, and then when sales start to dip, you put out a, a bonkers crazy issue that, like, yeah. totally fucks everything, and everything's crazy and weird, so you can get people talking. I get it. But this is a 12-issue series. We're halfway through it, and nothing has fucking happened. I love that we're two grown men, and we were like, Charles Dickens, what a bunch of bullshit. But <laughs> comics! <laughs> I mean, it's true, though. Like, the reason he is as famous as he is is because he he is the OG BS term paper writer. <laughs> We're like, how the fuck am I going to write Amazing. a 10-page paper using MLA format about the ketchup industry or whatever the fuck you have to do in school? 
Charles Dickens, what a hack. Am I right, everybody? You turned to Charles Dickens. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Writer of The Expendables. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm interested. I mean, since it's only 12 issues and I'm halfway through, I could probably make it through because also it reads very quickly because it's that's so true. bloody. Like you breeze through these in like well, a half Because a there's minute. very little actually happening. There's not a lot to read. It's just like he doesn't speak while he does it usually, like while he's murdering people. So there will be just like 10 pages of him murdering 100 people, murdering people and then two pages of dialogue afterwards. Yeah. And then another battle and then, you know, uh, more murderous rage. So it, they go by pretty quick. So like six issues in I this whole thing took me like maybe an hour to read yeah. all six of them. Same. So I'm like, I can stick around because the seventh issue is when this episode comes out, it will have been out last week. So it, like I could probably stick around for the last seven and see maybe this will something happen at the end. I mean, maybe this is one of those ones that's meant to be like, you got to read all 12 in one straight shot, get the full arc of all of it because there's something at the end that ties it all together. I don't think that's the case, but I also especially like something that kept going through my mind while I was reading this was like the audacity to release these issues at the same time as the return of saga. We're like, I wait until the like trade paperbacks come out for saga. Cause like, I can't, I can't read it week to week, but like to put this out at the same time, like if you're going to read issues, if you like, look, man, you can get more than one issue and that's fine. But like, it takes some cojones to be like, I know saga's returning, but pick up mine. You know, well, I mean, I don't think he, from Keanu Reeves is saying that just like in like my point is just like if if you're going to compete in this market, right, especially right now. Right. There's a lot of good shit. There is a lot of good shit. I think. Well, one, I think Boom is banking on Keanu Reeves name selling the comics. A hundred percent. Also, you can see that this is and good on him if this is what he's doing, because this is kind of a brilliant move. I think this is Keanu Reeves pitching himself another another job because it's already picked up by Netflix to become a show. It brings me to my two next points, which the first one is that uh, Forbes magazine lists this comic as the highest selling comic of the 21st century, making one and a half million dollars on fucking Kickstarter while surpassing its only fifty thousand dollar goal. One and a half million dollars instead of 50K. And the, my last note is Netflix currently owns the rights for a live action film and an anime inspired series. Here's the hard part, though. I cannot see Keanu Reeves playing this character. I could. The face looks like him. Yeah. But I cannot see shirtless Keanu Reeves as like uh, there's a part in John Wick where his shirt gets ripped off. I think in like the last one where his shirt gets ripped off and I'm like, oh, he's just a guy. Yeah, he is. Like he's doughy. Yeah. He's got a bit of a gut. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like I'm not like I'm not like shaming, like fat shaming Keanu Reeves. But I was surprised in this world where like Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth and it is unusual to see just like a guy right. who's like who is shown to be this amazing, astonishing, one of a kind killing machine. Yeah. It just isn't a regular guy. Whereas in this comic, he is he's a barbarian, like in, a, in physical appearance. He looks like the guys from 300. I think they would they will adapt this to more of Keanu Reeves, like what he can do right now. Yeah. Like, I think I think they're they're kind of 
having the best of both worlds. You introduce this as a comic where you can do anything. He can be, it's young Keanu Reeves, but like he almost never was like ripped beyond belief, that type of thing. But also all the gore and everything, which I doubt on the Netflix show they'll do. Yeah. So I think what they will do is kind of keep the essence and the, the idea of the character, but pare it down that he's more like a John Wick character where it's, he's more tactical. You know what I mean? And he might go yeah. into a berserker rage and really just start shooting people. But if you've watched John Wick, eventually that's what those fights come down to. Like he's just shooting everybody, you know, headshots yeah, all yeah. around. And I think that's what this is going to come down to is that they'll adapt it. So he's more tactical. He's more spry. That is interesting that you think that, because I was wondering if this is his retirement first step that like he's getting a little too old to be the berserker John Wick. Right. So he is put, making it so that if someone else steps into this role, he will make money off of it. Maybe, but I think that I I don't think that they would have it modeled so much after him. The art would be modeled so much after him if he was not like I'm going to do this. Maybe, but or is that just another way to solidify that people will buy it? Because they're like, oh, that looks like Keanu Reeves. And they pick it up and they go, oh, my God, it's written by Keanu Reeves. Maybe. I mean, there's that as well. I think I'm not saying that it could be one or the other. It could be both. Yeah. But I think doing I think doing the art this way, he's like when they inevitably are going to pitch this to some whatever studio was they were going to pitch it to. They can show it to him and they can see and immediately you go like, oh, I know exactly who would who you, you would cast for this. You would cast Keanu Reeves for this. You know what I mean? Like it looks exactly like him. It's an easy pitch. Again, going back to like pitching a story, you put the comic down and you're like, I'm Keanu Reeves. I made this. This is what I want the next project to be. You can see me in this part because you can literally see me in this part. He's also, though, like. Presumably he would be the executive producer or something, which like, yeah, I, usually yes, you would. can just be like, no, nah, I'm going to be in it. <laughs> right. Well, that's the other thing is that he's going to be able to he sold this to Netflix, but I'm right. sure that I mean, it's his property. So he would have to have an yeah. executive because if he pulls credit. out. Right. It's done. You know, maybe uh, it depends on I don't know what the deal is like. They can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I guess it, it, it seems very it's generally speaking like that's the whole point of being a producer. Right. Is right. that you can exactly just sort of be like, nah, I changed my mind. Yeah. 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 But yeah, like I said, I would stick around for the last six of this because it's so simple. It's so easy to breeze through. I don't think but, I'm gonna. Well, that's fine, too. Hey, listen, you know what? It's OK, buddy. It's OK. <laughs> you go back to le- reading Oliver Twist. Why don't you come back and just. Give me a massage because <laughs> my back hurts. OK, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I wonder if I would. No, I think because my back didn't hurt while I read this and right. I wasn't really like, was that it. what it was? Was it were you reading this and you were filled with jealousy because you're like, that guy can stand upright and I can't. That's exactly what happened. Is that yes. what was going on? That's can you imagine? That's the berserker version of me is someone who just like doesn't throw their back out while they're sleeping. That's it. It's really just you going about your day normally, but standing straight up. Does a little dance sometimes. Yeah. The plunger doesn't break. Oh, my God. Yeah. This day, man. And then I spilled my tea when I came down. I didn't even talk about that. Oh, no. You don't spill the tea. (laughs) I feel like that's what we do on this show. We spill the tea. But to be fair, I don't hate this show. I think it is. Nope, it's a comic. Whatever it is, man. Listen, just get off my <laughs> fucking back about it because I can't I can't support anything. Because you can't take it. any more weight on it. Yeah, it's fine. But it is. I think it's less than fine, but not by much. I, it's not something that I would. I don't think it's something I'm going to go back to. 
if the next six issues come out and people are like, no, you don't understand, they're much better, then maybe I'll give it a chance. But right now, if like this is the first half of their story. Right. Meh. Well, all around, everything is mediocre today on the media. That's right. Fit Monkey is a better mediocre, though. That's true. That's true. And that's really what you want, isn't yeah. it? Better You're mediocre. Be better mediocre. Had you read this before you assigned it to me? No, this was the, I had heard about this and then I was like, I should get around to reading it. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do it. You have to too. Yeah. But I'm not going to like this. Then I want someone in here. I'm going to give you something shitty to read. Yeah. Give me something. Great nice. expectations. <laughs> Excellent. I'll have it done by next week. <laughs> and we're not even talking about it next week, but uh, I'm not much of a go-getter. No. No, I'm not. All right, let's finish this up so I can go take some Advil. Do you have anything for me? I do. I actually have a choice for you. Okay. I have two things in mind. I've been reading a bunch of, like, first issues of stuff to to look for more stuff to assign to you. Okay. Generally, like, the whole point of this podcast, of the assignments, was that, like, I'm a Marvel guy, you're a DC guy, let's give each other stuff. So I do have a Marvel property that I've read the first issue of that I might, that I'm thinking about. Okay. I also just blew through the first volume of a a non Marvel non DC like a third party publisher okay. that I loved. Okay. But this Marvel property is about a character that I don't think you know much about that I really like and this run it's a 5 issue run that just came out last year okay. is hailed as being one of the best runs of uh, of his uh, any of his arcs so far. So I would like you to decide based on that information. And you're not going to tell me what the character is. No. Whether you would rather do the Marvel one and learn about a character you probably don't know very much about that like people are saying it's very good this mm-hmm. run or mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. volume from a third party publisher that I just blew through and I loved it and I'm really excited there's three volumes out I'm going to get started on the second one probably mm-hmm. today. Mhm. 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 Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The Batman is longer than any other Batman film. Madam Web film to begin. Predict- Sorry, while you're thinking about it, I'm just going to read our our little news. I like that you're going to read them like you didn't put them up there. I know. It's so shocking. Like you you made that. <laughs> they don't know that. Gee, they don't know oh, that I do on. that. Listen, it could just be. I only, have this coming in right now. Adam McKay of, is going to make a film about the insurrection. Of the two of us. Who's doing things and who isn't I doing I can have a feed coming directly from a news place. That only like feeds RSS you feed. pop culture references and comic book news. Yes. I don't know what kind yeah. of filters. It could be coming from a pop culture nerd news website. Rats have been trained to play the video game Doom. That's interesting. I thought that meant rats had been trained to play the character <laughs> of Doom. In um, like Dr. the MCU. Doom? And I was like, well, that's an interesting comic <laughs> choice. Uh, let's do the Marvel character. By the way, I should we should say as well that uh, uh, there's a news ticker on this on the video. If you are a patron, if you do the let's get in- Listen, intimate here, you can see. I think they could figure this out via context. You can clues. see a news ticker that says pop culture news on it that, of stuff we're not the, talking the about. The two of us might not read, but they read. That's right. You know what I mean? They're you want to do the Marvel people. one? Let's do the Marvel one. This is a comic that came out last year, like I said, and it is called Beta Ray Bill Argent Star. Oh, ooh, okay. It's a character I really like. Uh, I've read a couple runs of this character. Very interesting, the personification of pessimism. He is just born from a pile of shit, figuratively, and uh, 
there's a great uh, comic panel where he says, I am alone. I look at the heavens and think them empty. And if not empty, I find the idea of worshiping whatever dwells there obscene. If there is nothing but what we make in this world, brothers, let us make good. Which is like, he's like, I don't believe in gods. And even if there is one, the Charles Dickens of the MCU, that's right, of the Expendables. And he's like, I don't believe in God. And even if there was a God, he'd be so shitty that he wouldn't be worthy of my worship. There's nothing here but what we make. So let's make good. Like, I love that. That's like such an interesting uh, through way for a hero to to be a hero. Now, like his reasoning is, I don't believe in God, so I'm going to be God. Do you want to say hi to America? No. You realize in saying no, you say something you, you to America. You say hi. Yeah. Wow. Really? At the end of the show, she could have... No, it's just rude at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. We're going to have to put her in the credits anyway. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> she just wanted a royalty check. <laughs> Bunch of bullshit. So yeah, Beta Ray Bill, Argent Star, just came out last year. People love it. It's five issues long. Yeah, I mean, I know of the character, but I don't really know anything else about him. So this is yeah. kind of interesting. It's a very interesting character. He uh, he rides the line between villain and hero. His He's introduction, like another character like Mephisto, where everyone's like, it's Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill's going to show up. Beta Ray Bill? Beta Ray Bill. Thor's going to come out? Beta Ray Bill's going to be there. Guardians of the Galaxy? Beta Ray Bill's going to be in that. He's one of those. Listen, man, I'm in so much pain. But yeah, Beta Ray Bill is an interesting character where he was first introduced. Are you on any drugs right now? What? Exactly. Are you on any drugs right now? No. You should be. You got some? Yeah, I'll bring them over. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. If you could just throw them over the Hudson. Fine. Done. Just keep your mouth open. I heard that. Don't, don't do this. <laughs> anyway, they both thought each other were villains, and they're both not. So they just, like, beat the shit out of each other. Like us. Yeah, that's that's, that's exactly right. We both thought we were villains, and then we found out we both are villains. And he's a guy who, like, generally speaking, just doesn't want to be hassled. Like us. And yet he constantly is. Like us. Yeah. Like pa- all parents everywhere. Oh, you're telling me. You know what yeah, I'm I just saying? Did. Breaking my balls. Breaking my back. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Should we get out of here? Yes. Is that it? Do you have anything else we could possibly say on this godforsaken show? No. I didn't think so. Why am I hitting the desk? I gotta order lunch. Oh, what are you gonna order? I don't know yet. Uh, Melinda told me to. She was like, since you, you know, can't exist. Chinese. You think? Yeah. I feel like Chinese. I usually, for lunch, I usually go fast food. That's not fast food? No. They what make is Chinese, it. then? Fast food is pre-made food. How much of Chinese do you think that they really make right there on the spot? Good places I order. Oh yeah, you're right. You're so known for your Chinese expertise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Michelin stars (laughs) to minimum. I actually just found a place. That is the good thing about not living in New York. We just found a place that delivers to here from like three cities away. Yeah, because three cities away is like you know you get on the highway for ten minutes and you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's it. You can go order lunch now. And I don't just mean Andrew. I meant everyone else. I don't care if it's 9 p.m. Order your lunch. Get it ready for tomorrow. All right? Start off the day right. Be prepared. Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. (laughs) What? Hey, Andrew. What? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We're also at SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break, so uh, give us a look there or a listen. <laughs> Little podcast humor for you there. 
<laughs> oh, shit on my fucking eyes. I'm funny. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We put up videos every now and then there. We've got a great anymore. James Franco video that's very funny. Very funny. That uh, I would I would, uh, I would, I would, encourage you to watch, because it's very funny. If you haven't seen it, and even if you have, get the fuck back in there. Just watch it again. You can also find us on TikTok, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. Please follow us. The more followers we get, eventually we'll be able to do these live, if we can get a thousand followers. Mm. That's what you want. Yeah, I think. I do. I mean, as someone who's witnessed us doing this live... It's a mixed bag. Yeah. You can also find us on Patreon.com. We're, uh, we're at Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. If you want to keep our lights on, if you want to pay for a plunger for me, <laughs> if you would like to reimburse me for the plunger since you clogged the toilet and you know who you are. Yep. Go to Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break and you can give us a little bit of money. You're talking to me. You're talking to and, me. And uh, that'll go towards yeah. a plunger. A plunger. The Cadillac of plungers. That's right. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube when you're checking out that James Franco video. You can Mm -hmm. give us a thumbs up and a subscribe. And make sure you don't miss any of our videos. Special thank you to Sarah for uh, (gasps) making a cameo. I had to give her her... uh, her, uh, her her residual. Credit. That's right. Gosh, we had yeah. to put her credit <laughs> here. But also special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. We love you. We do. In a totally platonic way. Unless you don't want it to be. I mean, you've given us the money, so That's you know right. whatever you want to do. We're yours for the night. Just leave it on the nightstand. <laughs> she leaves it on the nightstand every month, and uh, and we can't be. We I don't like this metaphor. <laughs> I was gonna say we can't. I, we couldn't thank you enough. Thank I, you to all I'm of our fine patrons. With this metaphor reminds me of my old job. Oh, also tell us what you think about uh, that potential uh, episode idea that oh, we have. Oh yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of, uh, as a reminder of um, to, like things that we have missed, like movies, TV shows that we just weren't on our radar. Right. That you think everyone should see. Right. Do you like that idea? Do you have any that you'd like to ask? Because like I said, I haven't seen The Godfather Part 2. I haven't right. seen uh, Schindler's List. These are very yeah. big deal movies that I that just missed me yeah. somehow. I so. mean, I think I think you can whatever kind of whatever you however you want to put that uh, out there to us. If you you know, if you have a list of like. These are movies that every time I mention it, people are like, I've never seen this. And I have the same reaction or like, I, here's a confession. I've never seen this movie or just like, I bet you you've never seen this movie. Things like that. Go for it. They, you know, Did I skip the email and website out of pain or have I forgotten from the pain? You mentioned that we have one, but you didn't mention what they are. They are the media lunch break at gmail.com and www.themedialunchbreak.com. Listen, if you've been in it this long, you, you know what the you know what the websites are. You know what the yeah, you is. know. And if you're brand you new, it. fuck you. Just catch it next week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. All right. It, it'll come up next week. Yeah. It's fine. All right. Yeah. As always, uh, Andrew mentioned leaving a review. It really does help. Leave, you can leave it right in app wherever you're doing right now. If you're on the treadmill, crank that baby up four more notches. Then go into the app and try leaving a review. It really, you know really helps the workout if you create challenges for yourself. If you're walking down the street, wait until you get into that intersection and then go right in there, go right into the app and uh, go ahead and leave a little review right there. It really does help. You can leave, I'll tell you what, you leave a five-star review, you can put anything you want right in that review. It doesn't matter. Uh, in the past, we've asked for 
recipes. We've said you can leave your last will and testament. I think last episode we said we just want everybody just to type the word suck. I still want Five that. stars. Suck. You want that? That's you want to keep still that going? Mine. I want okay. people to do that. All right. So that's the new thing. We want to see like 20 new reviews, all of them five star. And then just in the description, just write suck. <laughs> I like it. Sucks. I like that too. Sucks. Yeah. I like that. Let's just get it going. I want to see just every time I look at just a string of five star sucks. You know, I used to my favorite shirt. I don't think I have it anymore because it didn't fit me. But uh, my favorite shirt that I had of my sister's band said the the, the abbreviation for the band was MSI. And under like it just said on the back in bright pink letters on a black shirt, MSI sucks S-U-X. That's great. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So... I think that's about it. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah, I think we hit everything. We have to get out of if here. If you're now. a comic writer, oh, thank you. I was like, I am missing one, and I'm not even in back pain, but I did take the drugs for it. So <laughs> I guess that answered that. If you're a creator, uh, you know, we just talked about Hit Monkey. We talked about uh, Berserker. If you're a creator that isn't Keanu Reeves <laughs> and you've created or something Marvel. or Marvel, uh, and you want us to talk about that, send it on over we'll talk about it if you have an idea for us on what we should be talking about you know something you'd rather have us talk about than whatever this thing is that we're trying to do for next for two weeks from now send it over somebody did request i did get a request from somebody to talk about peacemaker God the HBO show with john cena so i'm just letting i'm putting it out there it doesn't have to be the you know the next time we do a subject episode but we should get yeah. around to it that was the that literally i think that's what i said to melinda was i was like i don't know if i want to watch that maybe if someone asks us to i will i someone literally texted me and was like you guys should talk about can you guys talk about peacemaker oh fuck everything yep so uh we'll see i can't even get up the stairs to watch it yeah so you know that may have to we'll put it on the back burner i don't think it's all finished yet maybe we'll just wait until the whole season comes out and we'll just do a big binge through it. We got to talk about Murderville, too, when it comes out. Yes, I do want to talk like about Like the next episode. So I don't know. That's another thing. I have to go now because Sarah has to leave and my child has decided not to take a nap, everyone. Yay! I'm going to take a nap. Yay! You're so proud of yourself, aren't you? You little punk. <laughs> That's it, everybody. Wait, he skipped nap time? Because that's when I normally, I mean, that's my that's my favorite part of day. Let me just you say that. You will rue this day. One of these days, you're going to realize all those skip naps. Oh, yeah. When I'm, else are you going to play with your... No, not that one. He Well, no, he plays with it all the time. Oh, but, okay. Uh, yeah. I think this one showed Emerson how to do it. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they do. Tell you what, they didn't learn it from me. <laughs> I don't believe you.